Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, uh, you know, religious folk can kind of be a little, little funny about sex sometimes. A little wackadoo. A little crazy. On the sexuality. a little weird. Yeah, they, uh, they got, got they, some hang-ups. They got their wacky ideas. Hang-ups? I would call them major hang-ups. <laughs> what's what's hangy-uppier than a hang-up? Oh, whatever it is, that's mm, what they are. Yeah, they've got they've, they've got some ish issues. Issues. Well, we'll we'll talk more about that. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll call some minor celebrities out. Yeah, or we're just one. Yeah, the one that everybody's calling out right now. Yeah, indeed. But first, before we do that, um. I'm going to take us to Arkansas. Oh, yay. The great state of Arkansas. Oh, good. Land of a thousand lakes. That's not Arkansas. Are you sure? It's, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty, I'm sure, pretty, that pretty sure that there's not a thousand lakes in Arkansas. What about 10,000? No. No. Uh, there's, Arkansas there's is like probably barely a couple. <laughs> yeah. And they, they're all man-made. Arkansas is actually uh, home to... Uh, Little Rock, their uh, their fine capital, the capital mm-hmm. city of Arkansas, where the uh, the the legislature has passed a law this year mm-hmm. to erect a Ten Commandments statue. Well done, Arkansas. Right now, we knew it's that that had time. happened. It's uh, about time. Uh, yes, indeed. Where has your where has your Ten Commandments been? <laughs> uh, ever since uh, Texas successfully defended their. Uh, which, by the way, Ted Cruz is making big hay about because apparently he defended the he was in the defense of the uh, the monument, the Ten Commandments monument. Oh, wow, yeah. So he's a defender of the faith. Good. Yes. Absolutely. Good. 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 Well, now all these other states, I mean, they've heard about it and they're like, well, we should get one too. Yeah. Exactly. They're not. What's faithy good for enough. Texas is is good for us. They're not faithy enough until they have yeah. their monument out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Oklahoma did the same thing. Um, yeah. But- and then their state constitution, their their state uh, supreme court said, nope. Uh, yeah. Uh, Based on their state. So Little Rock is getting their own one, uh, which of course opens the question. Uh, the the perennial sat- satanic temple esque question of. Well, who else gets to put out a monument? Mm-hmm. If the Christians get to, mm. uh, and arguably the Jews, I guess they use the the, the Ten Commandments. Yeah, they uh, probably don't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. They probably feel included. No, they for the know. Most part. They know it's just. They for know Christians. it's not. They know it's just for Christians. But don't they? Yeah, they do the whole like Ten Commandments thing. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are they as crazy? Moses about is the- their guy. Moses is no, I know. the Jews' guy. <laughs> Let's just, I mean, don't, don't kid yourself. It's the, they've got some other guys, Dan. Yeah, but that's their, their head dude. Their best guy is Moses for sure. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay. uh, So, uh, so interestingly, this, this is not a story about the giant Baphomet statue. uh, Oh, really? uh, I totally thought that's where it was going. No. Uh, so far, apparently, according to the uh, S- Secretary of State's office of Arkansas, mm-hmm. uh, the only uh, official request that has been made to, for a privately funded statue on the grounds comes from the Universal Society of Hinduism, oh. uh, who want to put up a Hanuman statue, 
Which uh, one's Hanuman? He's the monkey god. Ah, oh, yeah, good one. Uh, he good is. One. A, he is a very good one. Uh, apparently, he is god of. Uh, oh, where did it say? It's. I think it was like strength and good grammar. Strength. Good grammar. Known for his strength and correct grammar, is Hanuman. Apparently, yeah, I, I like a god known for his grammar. When one wants one's gods to be well spoken, <laughs> doesn't one? Uh, anyway. Um, uh, they have been roundly rejected. <gasps> now, see, that's a mistake. I hope it's a mistake. I don't know. Like, the grounds upon which Texas won the, uh, in the U.S. Supreme Court to keep their monument was something along the lines of this is, like, historically significant for the United States or something along those lines. So... It's hard to argue that what about Hanuman currently significant for the right, United States, right? Uh, so yeah, it's a this is a big question. I don't. There's no word yet as to what are the Hindus up to. Whether I and are there are there that many in Little Rock? No, I don't think so. But I I tell you what, they want to be included. No, I have no problem with that. I they know. should be. Yes, I mean they should be included. By not being, they by should, no one being allowed. Right. They should be put, in, uh, included in the <laughs> exclusion of everyone. Uh, they should be included in the exclusion of all the religions from state grounds. But, yes. However, uh, so yeah, their society president, Rajan Zed, uh, said mm, that. That's uh, not real. <laughs> Zed just picked what? The letter at the end of, uh, of the, the alphabet? Canadian alphabet? Of the British alphabet? <laughs> I know. But if I said the English alphabet, which is what came to mind, it wouldn't have made sense. But anyway. No? It, I mean, that makes more sense for an Indian, doesn't it? I know. Anyway. Okay. okay. I, You're trying to make the joke. I get it. Right. Uh, if permitted, he says, we planned to make it big and weatherproof, <laughs> which I think are... Noble goals for, Weatherproof. for a, an outdoor monument. Can, so, so they don't need a canopy. Okay. No, apparently not. Uh, and it was going to be privately funded. Um, Scotch guarded. Uh, yeah. uh, his statement said, uh, besides honoring the Arkansas Hindus, this statue would raise awareness of Arkansans about Hinduism, oldest and third largest religion of the world, uh, with about one billion adherents and a rich and rich philosophical thought. Uh, uh -huh. So yeah, I agree with that. That's a, it's a it's a big religion. He's correct. Yeah, not probably as big yes. as he'd like <laughs> in Arkansas. In the fine state of Arkansas. <laughs> uh, but there you go. Uh, that's uh, we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date on that one as it okay. as it unfolds. All right. Um, well, I've got a story from nearby. Oh, Arkansas. Yeah. Just uh, head on south to Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, where there's some... Uh, boy, they, they had a terror threat, Dan. Oh, no. An, uh, uh, an, an Arabic terror threat. Oh, dear. Um, in, the, in the community of Gardner. An Arab, meaning, so some Arab... So, so there was a sign, Dan. Uh-huh. There was a sign on the outside of town. Okay. And people... We're worried that it contained a terrorist threat written in, in Arabic. Oh, it was it, okay. It was Hebrew. Oh, oh, they got that wrong. And but, but said, clearly, still a said, terrorist threat, right? It said, "Welcome home, Yamit." 
God. Somebody call the cops. The Jews are welcoming people home. <laughs> just, just. You know, if you're welcoming someone home to Louisiana, write it in goddamn English, will you? Or French. Or French. You because could do also, French. Here's a picture of the sign, Dan. Yeah. Uh... You don't have to know what that says. Do you know whether that's Arabic or not? To be honest with you, I've seen a lot of Hebrew. That doesn't look like the Hebrew that I've seen. Well, the, admittedly, someone said that it does seem like a child hand wrote it. Oh, okay. Um, or wow. someone who does isn't that familiar with Hebrew. It doesn't look like Arabic but, that I've seen either. It looks, right, but it, that was the question. Right. right. Would you confuse this with Arabic? Would you no. think that 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 jihad had come to Gardner? I would look at that and think that it might be Klingon. I <laughs> literally, it doesn't look like any alphabet it's, I've ever it's seen. Too rounded and uh, uh, not abrasive enough. <laughs> it says Baharotech to be, to be Klingon. Dan. Anybody would know that, right? It's true. I I don't I don't know my my I haven't seen. Uh, any uh, Klingon written out. And I'm sure that I'll get a, an email saying that what I just You'll said... You'll probably in, get one written in Klingon. And it'll just say that uh, that I what I said was nonsense because I don't know any Klingon. Right, you don't. No. No. No, I'm, you probably I wonder, know some Klingon. No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> that person, Dan. I'm not the friend of ours who... You know that person. Who, when asked... Uh, how much Klingon she she knew? Um, uh, she she responded by uh, by saying she could ask for where the restroom is. <laughs> if, if stranded on the Klingon homeworld, she would be able to find her way to the nearest woman's restroom. She could say, "Donde está la biblioteca?" No, el I, baño. I know, I know. I'm just that's just the one. You el baño, Dan. I'll bet. I'll bet she knows what library is in Klingon. She probably actually. They, don't, they probably don't even have a word for. <gasps> you're so library. You're so racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move on to distant Salt Lake City, Utah. Ooh, really? Uh, it, well, it's distant from many of our listeners. It's it's not it's not distant from us because we're sitting right. right in the middle of it. Right. 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 Um. You know, we reported a little bit a couple weeks ago about the Boy Scouts of America making their big announcement that they were going to allow yeah. Yeah. gay men to be leaders. Horror. It's Absolute horror. just a nightmare, Dan. It's just a goddamn nightmare. Well, let me tell you something. The Mormon church has been freaked out ever since because well, yeah. they are one of the biggest like every boy in the Mormon church has to be in scouts. You're, it's just one of the things that you yeah. do. Yeah. And now what are they going to do? Are they going to support yeah. an organization that allows gay men? Yeah, Dan. Dan, they're losing. They're losing the battle. They're losing. They thought they had enough min money that they could just win. They thought they were the Coke brothers. Yeah. They thought they were at that level. Turns out they were the Pepsi brothers at best. <laughs> It's a bad joke. They do have uh, stock in Pepsi, PepsiCo, or Coke. Maybe it's Coke. Maybe it's both. I don't know, uh, according to a thing. Anywho, uh, so what they've been considering, or what you know, what we, we've been hearing all these reports that the LDS Church has been considering. These are the Mormons, by the way. If you don't know LDS, 
the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that they've been considering uh, breaking off and starting their own boys' yeah. program, yeah. Uh, which is what they do for the girls. They've got their own program for the girls, but they send the boys off. They, 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 Lord Baden-Powell takes care of the boys for their yeah. younger years. Uh, apparently, they, are, they have made their decision. Yeah. They are not severing ties yeah. from the old BSA. We were wrong. Yeah. Or I was definitely wrong because I was coming down firm on. They're going to split up. They're absolutely going to split. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a. I'm curious about what went into it, but knowing uh, what I do know about the Mormon Church, it wouldn't shock me if somebody actually just crunched the numbers as to how expensive it would be to <laughs> to figure out their own program. It just went, ah, fuck it. Let's just do it this way. Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, do they also maybe just kind of sort of read the writing on the wall? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm a, guessing a, a lot point, of them don't care. They probably would. I mean, what what kind of press would they get for being such fraidy cats about the few gay <laughs> men out there who might be leading troops? I got that, news that for you. Would, that they would pull out... They're, you know, however many numbers of kids. Well, here's the big thing. They're still not going to allow any gay men to be leaders in any of their troops. Well, in their troops, yeah. So it changes fucking nothing. Yeah. Well, except, I mean, the thing is... It's if, just if an association to, thing. If you go to a scout camp... A jamboree. Or, or wherever, some big sure. event, or you take your kids to the to summer camp... And it's run by the council. Right. And the council's picking the people who are, you know, talking and running the shit. Right. There could be gay men mixed in there. Oh, my God. That's what they're concerned about. They're terrified. So. Those, uh, those, you know, someone teaching those boys how to tie knots the gay way. I know. Oh, that, that is a fine bowling. Good job. I've got news for these people. It's always been the gay way. It's, it's true. Boondoggle. You're uh you're looking mighty sharp in your uniform there. <laughs> that would be that would be one adult man to another adult man talking. Yes. I, they're not they're we're not talking about pedophiles here. No. There are plenty of pedophiles in the BSA. It it happens. Plenty. I would I would assume that it uh, happens. But straight men do it as well as i don't know they just they're you know well, a straight man's far more likely to be a pedophile than a homosexual man is that true i believe that's true seems uh, true maybe not individually likely it's much more i can't remember how it works but um kids get molested by straight men yes absolutely that's that's what i'm trying to say right good family men Yes. We'll do that, this that's, that's plenty. The, that's the typical pedophile. The, the whole, I mean, the point that we're trying to get across here, listeners, is don't trust men. Ever. <laughs> yeah. For any reason. Except gay men. Except and gay men. Boondoggle. <laughs> Except big gay Al, the, uh, <laughs> the gayest of all the Boy Scouts So leaders. today we're working with feathers. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get some hot glue. We're going to just, it's just going to be a party. I brought glitter. <laughs> He's finally let back in. It's so oh, nice. Oh, it's so sweet. All right, Dan. Yeah. I've got, I've got some news for you, Dan. <laughs> well, good, because this is the news section of our program. This is a very interesting one. Okay. Uh, so Rome, right? Sure. That big old capital city of Italy. Yeah. 
Um, Also, uh, inside of its borders are the borders of the Vatican City. Okay. Uh, So, you know, I mean, this place is this place is Catholic. Smallest uh, country in the world is is Vatican City. That's true. Um, And they they're Catholic. Yes. Dan, that's where I'm getting very much so. Ninety. Get get this statistic, Dan. Ninety seven point nine percent of Italy's population. We're not allowed to round up to 98 at that point. Have been baptized Catholic as of 2009. Sure. Okay. So this isn't just like traditionally Catholic. Right. Which just because you've been baptized Catholic doesn't mean that much. But these people still adhere to Catholicism. Right. Right. Catholic baptism is not exactly chosen by the person being baptized. Right. They're like zero years old. I just want to lay out like how fucking Catholic this is. 98%. Rome, the city of Rome, yeah, is um, planning on naming a square after Martin Luther. What? <laughs> I was positive you were going to say King Jr. after that. I'm like, wait. No, Martin Luther, the great reformer. Wow. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you what, what. That's a powerful 2% lobby right there. Uh, yeah, well... Uh, 435,000 Italian citizens identify as Protestant. Sure. Um, apparently this came up, this is what kind of blew my mind. Uh, the request was made by, uh, Seventh-day Adventists. Oh. I don't, I don't know why. Former Seventh-day Adventists out there, let us know why they would be so obsessed with, with Martin Luther. Well, I mean, he invented the whole Protestant thing he didn't invent it but he made he, he gave it wheels he gave it traction yeah it, it didn't really go until he 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 did his thing until he nailed his his uh grievances on the on the church door the church door right yeah. something like that yeah <clears throat> um so yeah this is this is interesting it's over um which hill was it on god damn it <laughs> uh but it's over by um oh it's on the opium hill what are there nine Seven? Uh, How many hills are there in it's Rome? It's a park area that overlooks the Colosseum. Oh, I know where that is. Interesting. How, how many hills are there in Rome? There's a, like a, it was like the seven hills. The seven hills. There's a, yeah, there's a number of hills in Rome. <laughs> they, have, they count the hills. Apparently. They love the hills. They love their hills. They're, yeah. You don't want to fuck with their hills. I think there are more hills now that the city's larger. <laughs> uh, they gained hills. Yeah, they gained hills. They healed up. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is one of the um, this is one of the old hills. Mm. Uh, anyway, they um, yeah, isn't that isn't that fascinating? It they're is. they're doing it um, to the, well, the original plan was to inaugurate the square in time for the 500th anniversary of Luther's historic trip to Rome. Oh, um, that would have taken place five years ago if they. But oh. in classic Rome fashion, the. Things didn't move too those, quickly. Those guys and their um, s- slow moving. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, also interesting is the Vatican has given the whole thing uh, their stamp of approval. Well, great. Uh, you know, this. I'll tell you what. This Vatican, they'll just go along with anything. Oh, they love everyone. They, and they, you know, you tell them about global warming. They're like, sure, we're on board. Yeah. And apparently, though, <laughs> Luther was quoted uh, uh, saying, if there is a hell, 
Rome is built over it. So he's no big fan of this place. No. And now they're going to honor him with uh, uh, Piazza uh, Martin Lutero. Oh, Piazza Martin Lutero. I'll tell you what. uh, He was no fan of Rome. It took Rome 500 years. It's not like they've been a big fan of him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) Not for nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a, that's a remarkable thing. Uh, I, you know, and, and yet another place to visit when you go to Rome. It's not like Rome is uh, la- I, lacking for any places to visit. I don't know that it's all of a sudden instantly going to be a destination. No, not like for why, me. Why, why would you care? If you're a sev- uh, let me tell you something. If you're a Seventh-day Adventist, you fucking I care. I guess it would be symbolic of the fact that the city, you know, cared enough. Yeah. To to name a square after someone that that you cared about. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. I guess. It's funny because when I said a lot of squares in that city, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a there's a million squares. <laughs> You're never gonna find it. <laughs> it's, it's too, I, oh no, you go to the Coliseum. It's right there. Oh, okay. It's right next to the Coliseum. Oh, great. It overlooks the Coliseum. Oh, great. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's beautiful. Go get yourself a gelato. And, and walk uh, up. Check out the uh, the square. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. I'm taking us <clears throat> further around the world. We're going to proceed further from here to, to India. Oh. A uh, land of many religions, one of which being the Jain religion. Uh, oh, Jain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Jains. Yes. The Jains are a, an, an interesting sect about which I know almost nothing However, one thing that I do know now, because I read a, an interesting article in the New York Times, uh, is that the Jains uh, have a tradition that they call, um, what was it? Where's the name of it? Oh, boy. Santhara. Or Santara. Santara. Yeah, something like You have like to that. say it like that? Yes, you do. Santara. You should say it probably with some sort of big emphasis because it's a pretty extreme thing. This is a uh, festival. It is, no, this? it is a tradition. It's a tradition. Um, <clears throat> it is done not by everybody, but uh, but the oh. the Times article starts with the story of a man in Pune, India, uh, who uh, he was ninety. He's ninety two years old. He was ninety two. Okay, uh, and began the. Uh, the the act of santhara which is uh fasting to death oh he had not a, a, definitely not a festival <laughs> no no although they actually celebrate this uh really? the the jains do they okay. uh, they support him in it uh people come from all around and uh visit him and like sort of witness it um like, yeah, like pe- friends and family or like just people? Townspeople and stuff, I get, is the sense that I get. People. So how often do people do this? Is, this isn't something most people do. Uh, they don't get to the end of their life and go, you know no. what, I'm, uh, I'm just not going to eat anymore. No, I don't think so. Um, but this is something, for instance, this one man that they're choosing to tell the story of, uh, he's 92-year-old 90, uh, Manik Chand Loda. Okay. Uh, he had hurt himself last year mm-hmm. or three years ago actually mm. uh after after a fall uh and was bedridden mm. um started renouncing pleasures 
this is part of this whole thing. Part of part of the the ritual is you. He's, what he, kind of pleasures? Uh, tea and tobacco oh. were his first things. Okay, yeah. Uh, All right. Then television. He gave up television. Oh. Uh, he gave up no. medicine. Oh. He refused. Uh, medicine's he, not really a pleasure per se. Well, it eases pain. Yeah. So. Okay, but he, he's crossed a line now. He's yeah. gone from like removing p- pleasures to now causing pain and right yeah he gave up an air mattress that was easing his bed sores he's he was going for it this guy fully going for it and and then on august 10th of this year he uh took the ancient vow and gave up food and water wow uh didn't die until august 16th which is how long what was the first date you said august 10th land lasted almost a week oh my god yikes Oh, my um, God. How can you do that? Yeah. Uh, his daughter-in-law said, look at us. Do we look like we are in mourning? We are celebrating because one of our family members has achieved something great. We were able to know him. That was our good fortune. So there you go. This is a thing that they do. Okay. Um, I was expecting some... I was expecting a shoe to drop at some point in the story. be funny, but that's fine. Mm, no. No. Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> this one's not one of those. Um, huh. this guy, uh, so he, here's an interesting fact about his thing. He took his vow the same day that a high court judge in the state of Rajasthan declared the fast to be, uh, the fast unto death to be a form of suicide and therefore illegal oh. in India. So this is, uh, this is now, you know, another one of those places where religion and, law are going to be bumping heads it's expected to go to the supreme court um the last memorable time that this uh happened was in 1987 when there was an act that banned glorification of suti which is a ritual in which widows climbed onto their husband's funeral pyres and were burned to death yeah Okay, that's a problem. That's horrific. That's, that's, there's a lot going on there. That's, okay, big problem. A 92-year-old who's giving up food and water, I have, I have very little trouble with the problem. I have trouble with it, like, meaning it sounds horrific and awful. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he became a celebrity for a little bit. No, I mean, I, I assume that, that he would enjoy being visited by a bunch of people. That's not me saying, like, celebrity is good. But, he, but like, people are streaming in to see him do this amazing thing. <laughs> He's like David Blaine. Uh, just said a lot. That, that, that sentence said a lot. Yeah, you know, you got to be a celebrity for a minute. Yeah, he did. He got, <laughs> he got to get some fun attention. He got his 15 minutes. It was a shitty 15 minutes, but he got it. Uh, if it had only lasted 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. It lasted eight days. Or six days. <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound like the whole Jewish candle thing. The, the, <laughs> we thought it would only last 15 minutes, but it lasted for eight days. <laughs> yeah. His suffering. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a I, Jainist miracle. I prefer Hanukkah. <laughs> Any day of the week. Yeah, I think so. Sithflipteribdi, whatever it was called. Yes, Sithflipteribdi is what what I said. Uh, So anyway. Okay. There you go. What was it called, Dan? Give me the name again. Oh, and now I have to find it. Santhara. Santhara. Don't name your daughter Santhara. That sounds like a 
a, a, a lovely sort of... It's like a name of a planet in the first two seasons of Next Generation. Wow, we're going back to Star Trek, are we? <laughs> it's a nerdy, nerdy episode, Santhara. ladies and gentlemen. Santhara. I was thinking it was like a Disney princess. Santhara. Santhara. Mm. In one of the one of the when they go out on the exotic ones, and then all of a sudden, the biggest name in America, right? Is exactly. Right, exactly. Ugh. All these teachers have to be calling names: Ariel, Santhara, Jasmine, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Um. You know, sometimes um, cities have munis- municipalities have troubles with. Uh, Keeping up things like roads and whatnot, right? Your your basic infrastructure? Yeah. Sure. They have a hard time with it. They can struggle. Um, well, way down in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm you remember Jackson. Jackson. We, yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, we watched a movie in Jackson. We did. Want to know what movie we watched? Oh, I can't remember. Star Trek. We did. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, anyway. I've, the new Abrams one. Yeah. So it's less okay. nerdy. Um, which is, which is what allows Dan to watch it. Um, (laughs) all right. Yeah. Their, their mayor, Tony Yarber. Sure. Um, I remember Tony. He, uh, he, he found Twitter. Oh, good. Apparently. (laughs) Um, he stumbled across uh, it and he expressed some opinions about their (laughs) roads. Okay. Yes. Dot, dot. Dot, dot, I believe we can pray potholes away. <laughs> Moses <laughs> prayed and a sea opened up. Oh. Hashtag I see ya. Hashtag I trust him. Hashtag prayer works. Oh my dear God. <laughs> I mean. Uh, uh. You and I, Frank, when we were in Jackson, <laughs> we actually attended church at a big Baptist church that's literally, and I don't mean this figuratively, I mean it in the literal sense of literally, mm-hmm. right across the street from the Capitol yeah. building. Yeah. Um, the only two good-looking buildings in the entire goddamn city. <laughs> um, and uh. I, I, you don't want to think that... One's leaking too much into the other. Yeah. But wow, that's just like saying, uh, I don't got to do my job. You know, I abdicate. Yeah. All responsibility. Yeah. If you have potholes, you're just not praying hard enough. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, he's, he's had, he's, he's went to, um, Twitter with some other issues. Oh yeah. That have been facing the city. Um, apparently there was something going on. He, he was trying to get a Costco to open up in Jackson. Oh, uh, and uh, this, this is just, that's when you know you've made it big. I'll say that. Yeah. And so he says, I'm disgusted to know that there are public officials who are deliberate obstructionists in my Costco efforts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, another tweet on the same topic, very poor display of your love for Jackson while obstructing, obstructing its progress. Hashtag Costco. <laughs> so he is working hard for the state for the state of mississippi he's or for tr- the, the city of jackson he's he's trying to get a costco and you know god can just worry about those potholes right me you know what costco needs to do 
What's that? They need to send him a tweet that just says, we're trying to come, but there's too many potholes. Our truck got stuck in one of your potholes. <laughs> right, right. We're worried about the safety of our drivers, so we can't send them in yet. Yeah. Fix your potholes. Jackson. We'll, we'll come. <laughs> oh, my oh goodness. My. Well, if you, uh, if you have any... Uh, any better ways to handle potholes than Jesus, uh, you can send them in to us. Write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or tell us about it by leaving a voicemail message at 424-666-8442. Do that. Or uh, you can go to the Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash atheist. Or also on Facebook, you can look for the TGI... T- TGIA members only lounge. Yeah, we almost had it. We all, it was good. It was good. We got there. So yes, um, do that. It's a pri- it's a closed group. You have to ask for me to let you in, and then I have to actually like not be on vacation when they all just pile up on me, and then I don't. Oh damn! All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, this is gonna be Pat Robertson. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he he's uh, he's got some. Uh, Boy, God, God, he's, he's, he's punishing us, folks. He doesn't like, I'll tell you what, this Pat Robertson character does not like the Planned Parenthood place. No. That organization is an absolute monstrosity to take your money and my money, which the government extorts from us every year in the form of taxation, is nothing short of tyranny. You know that business about taxation without representation? Well, we're getting taxed, and the left is saying we're going to give it to an organization that is repugnant to most Americans. And the president has basically said, if you take that out of the budget, he said in a previous negotiation about uh, sequester, he said, if you take this money away, I will shut the government down. Now, that's how strong he feels about funding the murder of unborn babies. And here in America, we have been complicit in terminating the lives of in excess of 50 million precious unborn children. And don't you think Almighty God is going to hold us accountable for that? We will pay dearly as a nation for this thing going on. And possibly if we were to stop, stop all this slaughter Uh, the judgment of God might be lifted from us. But it's coming, ladies and gentlemen. We just have a little taste of it in terms of the financial system. But it's going to get shaken to its core in the next few months, years, or however long it takes. And it will hurt every one of us. It's coming down the road. But at least we could repent and try to change. Whoa. You better watch out. I'm scared. God's coming for your 401k. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the greatest threat God can make now <laughs> is the financial market. Your retirement might be in jeopardy. <laughs> I hope your portfolio is diversified, young man, because he's coming for you. Famine, pestilence, pshaw. <laughs> forget, forget about nothing. Nobody cares about whether the crops are it's going to be good the anymore. Market it's people. <laughs> God will manipulate the market. 
It'll be 2008 all over again. I mean, nobody understands how the damn thing works anyway. No, no, It's no. God's hand. <laughs> that's, that's as good an explanation as any. It, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, P.S., uh, j- just so you don't believe him, uh, I, I just sort of looked it up, and no, I can't find strong numbers. I can't find specific numbers. Apparently, according to Reuters, uh... Uh, support for the uh, for the funding of Planned Parenthood is well over fifty percent. Yeah, in America. Yeah, so he's wrong. As, as most Americans, yeah, like it. Yeah, and get, guess what? I disapprove of Pat Robertson. What? Uh, the government continuing to subsidize your ministry. Yeah, that's what I have a problem with. Yeah, I don't like that very much. So, uh, yeah, I think we both have things to disapprove. Yeah. Of. In each other. Shame on all of us, frankly. <laughs> no shame on him, Oh, just, sh- just shame on him. That's right. Good God. Well, we had a few of you write in and call into us. Actually, this week was, mm-hmm. a, was a bumper crop of, of callers and writers in. Indeed. Uh, so don't be offended if we don't, didn't use yours. We had a lot of folks. Uh, I'll yeah. start with an, a, an email. Um, Okie doke. From Johns. Uh, he says he's 17. Mm-hmm. He says, I was raised in Assemblies of God in suburban Pennsylvania. Uh, I believed everything I was told. I spoke in tongues many times during my teenage years and gave my life, uh, huh. gave life my share of proselytization, apologetics, and sincere faith. <clears throat> While attending a church camp, I began questioning the church. By the end of the week, I returned from church camp an agnostic while everyone else returned with uh, thriving in their faith. <laughs> uh, he says that was, um, uh, uh, he says that he fired he came out to his parents in September of, of 14 uh-huh. uh, about a year ago my dad seemed mostly okay but my mom took it very badly since then I've become an agnostic atheist and feel that even in my ever-shifting youth this feels like the label that best fits for me uh, <clears throat> anyway he wanted uh, he wanted to you remember a, a week or two ago, mm-hmm. Ethan uh, yeah. uh, wanted some uh, advice for how to come out of the closet. He was—he's both atheist and gay. The 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 double whammy, the infamous double whammy, the bifecta the, of uh, <laughs> the gaytheist horror. Uh, anyway, bifecta is not a word. No, it? but you made it up, and I'm I'm going with it. It is—it's <laughs> now a word for sure. How many fectas are there? There's probably as many fectas as there are numbers. The octafecta. <laughs> the dodecafecta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so here's his advice. Uh, he says, it's something I don't think people stress nearly enough. Stay calm. Oh. Uh, he says, people often come out with heated results, as I did uh, hmm. when I first came out. Uh, I made the best effort possible to keep a level head and it really helped in two areas. Uh, and then he lists three areas. Oh, they don't te- teach the kids the well these days anymore. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> just, you're such an ass. I'm just teasing Pons. Johns. Johns. Sorry. I was thinking Ponce de Leon, apparently. But his name is Johns. Johns de Leon. Johns de Leon. Uh, he says, one, it kept the situation to a duller roar. Okay. Uh, two, it makes you sound more like the voice of reason. Okay. Uh, he, I like huh. this. I like this. He said, who sounds better, the banshee or the bird? I think that's a lovely, awesome. that's that's a lovely a, yeah, saying. That sound, sounds like some ancient yeah. Hindu saying or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he says, you should stay more on top of the situation. 
Anyway, I, I thought that sounded very nice. Thanks for writing in, Johns. I would also add, um, <clears throat> oh, cry hysterically a lot. Yes. Because your parents are naturally going to want to comfort you. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, uh, that's a good one. Cry. <laughs> just, just be so pained that they don't even have a ch- matter of fact, do it so loudly that they can't get an, a word in edgewise. <laughs> Make your pain so loud and so present that it's all they can do. Matter of fact, start that before you even say anything. Yeah. So that whatever you say, they're, they're just like, oh my God, we got to fix this. Yeah. They think you're going to say that like, yeah. Yeah. You you set your sister on fire or something. Right. No. No, you just don't believe in God. Right. Oh, it's only that? Oh, well, that. Only oh. that? Yeah, okay. And then if they start to yell at you, just cry even louder. <laughs> just cry their fears away no it's obviously terrible advice i, I like your <laughs> advice john's the best john's oh i thought you, the first time you said it i thought i heard a t at the beginning nope just john's oh okay better uh and i'm gonna do another one and then i'll have you do a, a voicemail uh this is from rabbi gruber ah uh, thank oh, hello always rabbi uh always a delight to hear from rabbi gruber he uh we talked about uh, Jews and pork, and we didn't really know how kosher worked. For Basically, <laughs> all we have to do is say the word Jew. And he's going to help and us. And say something else. We'll get it wrong. We'll get it wrong, and then, and he, then, and then he Rabbi helps Gruber out. helps us out. Yeah. We don't need to get it right. We've got a Gruber. We've got a rabbi <laughs> on our, in our corner. Anyway, he, he said pork. Yes, silly Mormon boys, an observant Jew would not eat something that touched pork. Uh, so we, we didn't... We, we were talking about, like, maybe you could, like... Scrape away. Yeah, the that pork was more you than me, but yeah, I won't. Anyway, he said obser- observant Jews will not even use the word pig. Yeah, remember that you I, you had a story like that. Like, okay, maybe I did three or four I, years ago. You act like I listen to this show. I just <laughs> record the show. It's up to others to actually glean any useful information from it. All right. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, and then he also wanted to comment on the pledge, and I thought this was a really interesting thing that hmm, he had Okay. Because last week we talked about the Pledge of Allegiance. You all yeah. will be hearing more about that coming up. Indeed. Um, uh, he said, I think that for the Jews, it would be difficult to say, as you did, that the U.S. is like any other country. <clears throat> this is the only country that never had government-endorsed anti-Semitism. George Washington wrote a letter to the Jews of Newport in 1789 in which he promised that in the U.S. government, that in the U.S., the government would be, would give, quote, to bigotry, no sanction, to persecution, no assistance. This was so beyond revolutionary at that time. Uh, Jewish scholars had to coin a new term to differentiate this country from any other country we have dwelled in before. Malkut sells chest. You would make me try and pronounce Hebrew, Rabbi Gruber. Not not fair. Um, which means a kingdom of kindness. The fact that the police, for instance, are on our side rather than harassing us because we are Jewish would mystify most of my ancestors. Hmm. The fact that anti-Semitism is the, the lot of the dregs of society only would be beyond belief for them. Hmm. Agreed. Hmm. Agreed. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it, yeah. it's an interesting thing in that way. Well, all right, I've got a an, uh, a voicemail I'd like to play. Uh, this is um, somebody. This is an angry caller. This is somebody who uh, oh didn't like what we had to say. Oh dear. First time listening to the show, and you guys already upset me. It's not Missouri. It's Missouri. Get it right. Get it together, guys. Thanks. Bye. Wow. <laughs> 
They sure do grow them grumpy in Missouri. <laughs> Get it right, Dan. Uh, I just can't. Uh, I don't want to make fun of a caller, but like... Don't you know how much funner it sounds to say Missouri? And how little we actually care how it's pronounced? <laughs> Uh, I am running on so little sleep today, so uh, I'm sorry about that. Okay, First yes, time uh, we, you know, I'm. I, in fairness, I'm going to say that I have heard Missourians, at least one, pronounce it Missouri. I'm just okay. going to say I've heard that. Okay, so uh, I I maintain that there are at least and at only at least. Two pronunciations. Okay. Well, why don't we listen to uh, another voicemail real Please quick. Please do. And uh, this is uh, uh, a caller from Malaysia. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Yara calling from uh, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Um, I'm actually from Taiwan, and I've been an atheist all my life. Um, I just wanted to um, uh, suggest a topic which I thought would be interesting for you guys to talk about. Um I've just recently been to the fair land of Kazakhstan, and in my previous job, I had an opportunity to travel quite a lot in different parts of Russia. And I just thought that uh, the post-Soviet, um, post-totalitarian, or another name you could use, um, collapse of these societies seems to have led to a resurgence in religion, and especially Islam and Orthodox Christianity. And I just uh, would thought it would be a really interesting topic for you guys to talk about. Because it seems to be related to um, the ability to practice people's original cultures rather than religion. But this resurgence I find quite interesting. And also I just want to thank you guys for being a bit of a lifeline because I was living in Brunei prior to this, which um, had just implemented Sharia law. And I was looking for some something to listen to to feel like I'm not going crazy. So thank you very much. And I really enjoy your podcast. And yeah, thanks. Well, thank you. That may be the most interesting person I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm not positive. <laughs> but she just said the names of like 10 different places in that one little thing. Yeah. None of it sounded out of place. She wasn't bragging. No. She was just letting us know. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, I actually had an interesting, on, on her thing about the sort of the, the old communist block and everything. Oh, yeah? When I was in um, Prague, I was talking to our driver uh, who was taking us in from the airport. And he was talking about how, uh, you know, because when it was under communist rule, it was all atheist. Religion was banned. Mm -hmm. And everybody stopped going. And his take on it was... Everybody just stopped caring about religion. Like, as soon as you mandated that you couldn't do it, hmm. people just, it was almost like they were relieved. Like, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. Okay, we'll just focus on whatever it is we do day to day. Yeah. And uh, he said nobody he knows goes to church anymore. Interesting. Now, huh. I, you know, religion... Our friend Daryl Ray talks about the God virus and religion being something that spreads like a virus right. and, and literally has that property of like really spreading. Like you infect other people and those people infect other people. Right, right. So I can see how in a place like Kazakhstan, it would make sense that it would just start multiplying and, right. you know. Well, and uh, the caller, Jerry, I think is the name I heard. Um 
Somewhere Shh. midway between Sherry and Jerry. There was somewhere in there, yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that she she mentions is sort of this uh, the return to older culture, right? Yeah. And so I'm wondering if, in some ways, like I mean, you you look at sort of where the rest of Europe, right, was was heading, right. Uh, anyway, without without without, <laughs> without the communists, without communism, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Like it, it, Czech Republic would have already been going that way, probably. It seems like sort of the neighborhood that they're in and where everybody right. else sort of landed. Right. Um, not so sure about Kazakhstan. Yeah, not, I don't you, know. You know what I mean? I, I don't and know. Especially, those cultures yeah. The, I mean, they it were makes interesting, or it is interesting that that the the cultures of those places were probably so starkly different. Yeah, absolutely. But then and again, I don't know enough to even say no. say much who, about that. Who knows? You know? I'll tell you this. Anyway, when I was, I when I was driving great, through Poland, question, and, uh, you, you can't believe how many Catholic things I saw everywhere in Poland. Well, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, By the way, nobody they told... They were given a certain <laughs> amount of autonomy, though, right? To continue right. being a little bit religious, I Poland think so. was. I think so. I think I remember something about that. Oh, the weirdest thing. Driving on sort of highways in the back roads of, of Poland and seeing, like every couple miles, uh-huh. a giant cross with the sort of little tiny Jesus on it. Mm. It was weird. Hmm. It was like a Barbie-sized Jesus on a nine-foot cross. Huh. It was, it was odd. Did they think Jesus was really small? I think they think he was small. I think I'd they thought he see was a giant Jesus draped <laughs> over a tiny cross. That's very American of you. No, <laughs> they like leprechaun Jesus. They 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 prefer Leprechaun yeah. Jesus. Also, we we kept calling him Baby Sister Jesus or Baby Brother Jesus. Oh yeah. Uh, but also, they uh, I don't think anybody has told Poland that Pope John Paul has died because <laughs> he's everywhere there. Uh, anyway, it's just weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, exactly. With, uh, yeah, they just keep. Yeah, he's dead, but they keep trotting him around Poland. <laughs> he's still alive. What's that on his neck? Mm. Nothing. He's still alive. Uh, Uh, Dear Frank and Dan, says Zachary, I'm a two-time veteran of the conflict in Afghanistan. I was emancipated from the Marine Corps last summer and am proudly starting my sophomore year today. Well, congratulations on going to school and, uh, and, uh, you know, also the service and stuff. All all the things. Congratulations. Uh, I absolutely do not and will not say the Pledge of Allegiance even if the under God part is taken out. Oh, he says, I swore an oath as part of my military service to uphold and defend the Constitution, as I'm sure you've heard many people say. Mm-hmm. I don't take oaths, pledges or promises lightly, and this one least of all. I firmly believe that this is an ugly ritual from an even uglier time in our country's past. It's a way for the, com- for the community to squelch dissent and be able to call out people with impunity from behind the protective wall of being a, quote, true American by, hmm. s- by slinging idiotic and worthless platitudes like love it or leave it. I could go on for hours about this, but to close, I'd love to see the, I love to see the look on, in people's eyes when they tell me that I have to say it because there are service people overseas, and I tell them that I was one of those people. Without trying to float my own boat, I spent a total of 14 months in Afghanistan clearing roads of IEDs, and I can honestly tell you that the thought of people saying the pledge back at home never even occurred to any of us. Hmm. Thanks, Zachary. Yeah. That, uh, that does that. There you go. Nope. No. Say, just say no. Just say Join no. Zachary. Yeah. When they say, say the pledge, just say no. Yeah. 
Or don't say anything. Just, no, just say, no, 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 I will not. Everyone rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. No! (laughs) One lone voice. Right. No! Oh. Uh, I guess we're not doing it then. Uh -uh. (laughs) Everybody sit back down. (laughs) Sit sit back down. Zachary disapproves everyone. Wait, are we still doing- didn't realize Zachary was here. (laughs) Are we still doing the national anthem? No? Oh. Okay. Well, I guess okay. I guess we'll just start the ball game. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to keep going just because Misa was uh, wrote to us on the same topic. Oh sure. Okay. <clears throat> uh, hi Dan and Frank. Uh, I wanted to put this one uh, in the Facebook, but it didn't seem to fit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am li- just listening to the most recent episode and am once again. I think I ranted last time as well. Struck by how normal you Americans think the Pledge of Allegiance itself is. <laughs> I know it is thought of as uh, as patriotic, but as a European, I am perhaps more aware when something has slipped more over to nationalism, and that is and that definitely crosses that line. Mm. And having kids say it daily, who would who don't understand what they are saying is also truly creepy. I mean, really, really frighteningly creepy. <laughs> well. Surely, I am not alone in this. <laughs> Best wishes, Misa. Yeah. So, huh? I mean, and we, I chose her as sort of a represent representative of this point of view because we had other people from other countries write in to say how creepy it is. Yeah. Is this Misa from Finland who's written before? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah, she's Finnish. Yeah. Or a Finn. She's possibly a Finn. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, uh, Misa. I'd be creeped out by it, too. Yeah, the, the American culture is kind of funny. I mean, <laughs> when you think... Americans are funny. <laughs> we say the darndest thing. <laughs> Americans <laughs> say the darndest including pledges. Including the pledge. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, they, of course it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, is. Don't worry. Most of us don't even think twice about what it means. Even the ones who, like, love our country. Uh, oh, they're least likely to think about it. Dan. Yeah, they don't think about it at all. They just blather it out, and, and they they do still think that there's two witches over there standing, you know, <laughs> or four witches. Four witches stands. Four four witches stand. Four witches stand. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just you. No, I'm not the only one. <laughs> all right. Do we want to listen to? Yeah, do another voicemail. Uh, a caller who has um, a situation at work. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Dan from Portland, Oregon, and I work in a warehouse, and a temporary employee just started recently, and I probably wouldn't be having this problem if he wasn't super cute, but I saw him walking around with a BYU-Idaho shirt the other day and thought, oh, what a shame. Then today, I see he's wearing a shirt that says, Corn Kills Love. I'm wondering if you guys have any idea what to do about this situation. Anyway, love the podcast. Thanks. Porn kills love. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's interesting. There's a big uh, surge in religion right now against pornography. Because it kills love. The great demon porn. Or corn kills love, which is what I... (laughs) That's what you heard when you first heard. Yeah, well... That didn't make any sense, so I had to... (laughs) I don't don't know. If, If you've got, you know, one of those intolerant stomachs for corn... Corn intolerance. Corn intolerance. It's that <laughs> that horrible, horrible. I would feel very badly for somebody with corn intolerance in this country. It's in everything. Yeah. 
It's true. But nonetheless, uh, so um, here's the deal. We decided that we would let this uh, that voicemail launch us into our segment, uh, our next segment, which is uh, I, I wanted to talk about this concept of porn addiction sexual addiction mm. all of these terrible terrible things yeah uh, in part because they may not be real things uh, no i've heard about these dan <laughs> from, i've heard about porn addiction a from lot all the sources uh here's the the thing um even within uh within the therapeutic community there is a great controversy as to whether or not porn addiction is even real Hmm. Uh, so much so that it is not in the uh, the DSM, the DSM five that that came out a little bit ago. Uh, I don't know how long. Well, wouldn't it have to be more like porn obsession or something like because porn addiction? That just seems like a weird use of the word addiction. Well, yeah. I mean, addiction ad- addiction is uh, is a, a defined thing. Okay. Um, and the, the problem is that there isn't enough data to actually talk about it as an addiction. Okay. Um, people have been looking at it for a while, but there just isn't, it doesn't seem that there's enough data to actually call it a disorder. Huh. Um, so, uh, but the big thing, you know, this, this, this sort of came to light uh, this week uh, as people started talking about this Josh Duggar fellow. I am um, so tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's. I don't know. He's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, there's that. But I'm tired <laughs> of him. I I was tired of the Duggars until he started uh, popping up. Anyway, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is the uh, the son, the the eldest of the nineteen and counting uh, Duggars family. Lord, um, uh, father Jim Bob Duggar and his and his mom Michelle. Um, you know, I only just realized that his name actually is Jim Bob. <laughs> it sounds. How like, could it possibly really be Jim Bob? It sounds like it's joking, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> They're from Arkansas. What are you gonna do? <sighs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, uh, Josh Duggar, uh, formerly president of uh, right wing uh, political consultancy, uh, and uh, or. or I guess executive director, sorry, of of FRC Action, which is the Family Research Council. Mm. Um, now it turns out he may not have been quite as good at uh, right wing conservative values as he had let on. Okay, what do you mean? Uh, well, uh, you know, he when Ash when the uh, the adultery website the adultery enabling website ashley yeah. madison was hacked and yeah all of their all of everybody's names were released uh, who were on it uh his his was one of the names yeah and then later uh in the week uh, a porn star came out and said that she had had that he had paid her uh a, a significant sum for some pretty rough sex um huh. and for some lap dances and stuff like 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 the I don't I didn't read the whole thing but I remember the figure being six hundred dollars just for lap dances and then can I spend the night with you sort of thing oh dear God so a lot of money he's a celebrity he's got money anywho um he's a married man uh 
and uh, and so this that's a problem in in Christian circles. You're you're not allowed to pay porn stars for sex if they're not your wife. <laughs> that would be a thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you marry her. All bets are off, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of Christian men who pay their wives for sex. Anywho, um, I, <laughs> each in his own special way. In his own special way. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I, uh, I didn't really want to talk about the Duggar thing, but here's what I do want to talk about. He has checked himself into, a, into rehab, and I'm doing air quotes on that, for porn addiction, and I'm doing air quotes on that too. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Uh, friend of the show, Daryl Ray, uh, on Facebook, I noticed he had gone and looked up the place where he, where D- young Mr. Duggar has checked himself into. Oh, wow. uh, And found that nary a single licensed therapist works there. Uh, it's a bunch of Jesus folks. Now, if you'll recall, this is also the same Josh Duggar that, uh, in his youth, molested... Uh, some of his sisters and mm-hmm. and I think another girl, another girl from another family. And uh, at that time, his parents uh, took it so seriously that they checked him into a like a year later, checked him into a uh, Christian, uh, another Christian uh, therapy center thing se- center to help him out. A se- uh, sex sexaholics. I don't, is that a thing, sexaholic? Sex, yeah, a sex addicts anonymous sex addict, or something that's what like it is. that. But uh, but this is just a thing. Okay, this is just whatever. Uh, here's the thing. I think we can safely say that Christianity doesn't fix sexual problems. I think I think uh, those of us who have been in uh, Christianity can uh, can affirm that sexual issues aren't helped. By Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, shame-based sexual therapy is not going to be a very effective way of, of dealing with with it. And that's all that they have to offer is shame. Wow. Wouldn't you say? Probably. I was just thinking that they probably get off on shame a little bit, so it's probably not the best <laughs> approach. Well, I mean, I think to some extent a lot of people do develop, like, yeah. shame-based kinks. Yeah. Uh, where they, you know, not everybody goes that direction, but you know, if you grow up in a religion, it gets you there. Yeah. Mm, a lot of people are like into <laughs> being shamed sexually. Like that's yeah. a, that's a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so who knows? Maybe he gets off on it. Either way, <laughs> not going to really help him is my thought. So, okay. So he doesn't really, they, they go to seek out professional help, but they don't seek out real professional help. They seek out Jesus professional help. Which, so here's when, when, do, when, when do you get to the point where you look at your life and it's been Jesus, Jesus just holding your hand the whole way and it's just, just fuck ups, yeah. massive, horrible things that you have been doing all along the way with mm. Jesus's help. Right. At what point when you're like, I really need a change. <laughs> When, when does the Jesus run out? Like, when do you finally go, you know what? The, like, I don't, I, I, I still believe in Jesus. Yeah. But I just need someone to fucking help me. And this guy's not doing it. Right. 
At what, yeah, exactly. At what point do you admit that, to yourself... Or that an unseen god who can't, like, really listen to you or give you any real feedback is not the help you need. Right. Well, here's the thing. You know, as a guy who uh, was a devout religious believer in his teen years... Yeah. In a religion that forbids masturbation, yeah. I can tell you... I would believe Josh Duggar if he said that he tearfully prayed frequently for help with with whatever his problem is. Right. Because I know I did. Sure. I was there. Begged God. Yeah. Help me stop jerking it. Yeah. But God is nowhere near as powerful as testosterone. <laughs> it turns out. And, you know, that's actually... Seems to clearly be the point, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny. I so I read an article. Human, human urges. God has a hard time. Well, I, yeah, through. yeah, exactly. All of the things that are basically human. Which, by the way, theoretically, God made us this way. Yeah, and then he's like, "Fuck you if you're going to be like that." Yeah, which I think is a dick move on his part. But yeah. that's neither. You know, here's where here's where I really wanted to get to. <laughs> Uh, I read an interesting uh, article in, uh, I think, Slate. Mm-hmm. That was it's a full of interesting articles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just sorry. <laughs> anyway, I read this thing in Slate, and uh, basically it was like, first of all, it was talking about the question of whether porn addiction is really a thing, which, again, most people who aren't religious uh-huh. don't believe it is. Huh. Uh, it, there, there can be unhealthy relationships with porn, I sure. think. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but it, it doesn't come anywhere near the level of addiction. Um, however, uh, this uh, writer was theorizing that this is just a way of medicalizing religious dogma uh-huh, that forbids yeah. normal interest in sex. Making it sound legit. Making it sound like it's a pathology yeah. that... You know that uh, all of these men and their their wild sexual fantasies and whatever, which right. is which is kind of, I mean, this is this is one of the things that has been going on with religion since time immemorial, which is we control by path, by making you a bad person for doing something that you are compelled by your gen- genes to right. do, right? And then we are the only people that can offer absolution for that, right? So yeah, I mean, I think that I think that that's part of this whole thing is that it sets up this incredibly unhealthy relationship with sex, and then uh, makes it even unhealthier by 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 pathologizing it. Huh. But uh, but I think that that's that, I think but I think it also lets you off the hook a little bit. I think stuff like that, like, well, I'm just a porn addict. Well, I don't know that calling yourself that, that you know. Saying that you have a, a a mental disorder is off the hook. I mean, I I I guess I can see that. He here's the thing. He's trying to get absolution for for marital infidelity yeah. by saying that porn is somehow to blame. Yeah, and his lack of control over it. Yeah, because it's 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 something that's that's wrong with him. Right. Yeah. Right. Like like that's what I mean by getting let off the hook just a little. Sure. Bit. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not really him. Well, and let me tell you something. It's his disease. He ch- he played this smart. He's he he came out with a statement calling himself a hypocrite, and he went straight to quote unquote rehab. 
Hmm. The Christians are going to let him off the hook entirely. Yeah. He's he's golden now. Right. He's okay in their book because we're all flawed and we're all sinners and Jesus forgives so we will too. Right. Now if he had come out as gay, he would never be forgiven ever. Hmm. I is my opinion on that. Right. No, yeah, you're right. I think they'll let him off the hook entirely for this. They've done it for so many before him. Yeah. Well, and the thing is they that's the thing. They all struggle with sex. Right. Jim Baker because, because the, the the fact of the matter is you put limitations on your sexuality like Christianity, like the the brand of Christianity that they subscribe to. Right. puts on your sexuality. Sure. Then you're going to quote unquote have problems with your sexuality. Right. Absolutely. Right. And it's it's a given. And every one of the men who are who are reading about Josh Duggar yeah. have had fantasies. Yeah. They've that, looked at porn. That they that they're not supposed to have. Yeah. According to their religion. Yeah. Now anyone who has a healthy like view of sex mm-hmm. knows that a, a, a rich fantasy life is fine. Absolutely. There's it can be great. Yeah. It, it does, if you're married but you have fantasies about, you know, a, a, a whole island of Sexy people just coming right at you. That's fine. All of that's fine until you add religion to it. Frank's laughing at me because he doesn't like my island metaphor. <gasps> or no, it's, it's it's funny. Sex island, man. Yeah, sex island. Why wouldn't that be great? Yeah, no. I, everybody has some version of that. Sure. Yours is sex island with sexy no, people. No, that was literally like out of the uh, blue. That's definitely not mine. <laughs> I'm not going to share my fantasies with you people. You're all dirty, dirty sex people. Sex island. Sex island. Next, next season on You heard sex it here island. first. If you see that on, uh, on ABC, I get royalties. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, it's probably already there. I think I'm Tina, probably... Tina Fey beat you to that one, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? The, the, well, it's the MILF. Show, oh, right. Milf the, Island. Milf Island. Oh, that's right. That's right. Milf Island. I remember that now. Anyway, um, but if that's your, if that's your, uh, if that's your, what floats your boat in your fantasy life, yeah. fine. It's not going to wreck your marriage. It's going to be fine. Right. Uh, unless you think that it's the end of the goddamn world. Mm-hmm. In which case, uh, you'll start to think of yourself as a bad person, mm-hmm. and it'll make things worse, and, and suddenly you'll think, well, if I'm a bad person, then I might as well be bad, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and then you go and you, 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 know, you go on Ashley Madison, and you fuck some porn stars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and weren't m- most of the women on Ashley Madison just staffers posing as women it, and keeping yeah. accounts running it does seem like uh th- there was a large percentage of that or i think i read something i think i read something about like a lot of men uh posing as women oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually oh, man yeah oh it just had to be the most this is the saddest thing in the world well. i mean i get it frankly where i from my point of view i just think if we're going to acknowledge what human sexuality actually looks like. Mm-hmm. I think we should be okay with Ashley Madison. I think we should say, look, you know, I mean, it's for cheating and I don't like cheating. That's the problem. I don't like, I don't like yeah. the clandestine nature of it. I don't yeah. like the, uh, the dishonest nature of it. That, that's, that's my problem with it. If, but if, if someone want to go hook up and everybody knows that everybody's married or whatever, okay, why? Fine. Whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, if your marriage has rules that say, we can have sex with other people. Sure. Who, who's who's to judge? That seems more natural to me than than monogamy. 
Uh, well, and it's no matter what, it's better than cheating. cheating. Yeah. It's so. the betrayal that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he is a, but this Duggar guy is a betrayer um, because of his addiction. His sad, oh. sad fake addiction. <laughs> Possibly real. I'm not a therapist. Uh, I just know that there's a lot of a lot of question about it. Anyway, uh, if you uh, we, we've said plenty of things that I'm sure you're all just furious, mad as hell about, uh, uh, including the word Missouri. Uh, so if you want to write or call into us, you can do so. Uh, get after us uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Uh, go to the Facebook page, people. Facebook.com slash Atheist. Or also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge uh, and request to join it. Yes. All of that is good stuff. Uh, hey, um, thanks to Mackenzie mm-hmm. for doing our Facebook page. She takes care of that and she does a, a Fantastic job. Absolutely. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Their fine, fine music. We love it every week. Uh, And we love you guys so much. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.